This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, good from the warm-ups on. We did a good job as far as rehabbing, getting getting myself ready to go, and uh, I feel like I was I was myself out there, and we were able to go out there and, and score points and find a way to win against a really good football team. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. Do I need to tell you that was Pat Mahomes? I think you know by the voice. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you'll be hearing that voice for the next, I don't know, 15 17 years, however long he decides to continue playing and dominating the National Football League. We are on Twitter at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain on the Bet 1430 in Denver and live on the radio.com app. A regular on the show is Eric Eager at PFF underscore Eric, rather underscore eager, sorry, at PFF underscore eager, data scientist, pro football focus. He co-hosts the PFF forecast podcast. And Eric, of course, uh, we'll spend plenty of time talking about your Chiefs and the Super Bowl and all the props, how you'll be attacking this. But let's start with quarterback movement because we've we've heard some rumors, uh, some new rumors over the last couple of days. Carr's been out there. I know on on your pod, I didn't get to uh, check the latest episode out yet. Uh, talked about cousins and everyone has an opinion on Watson right now. How many QB ones uh, uh, do you think will be moved by the time we start the season? Oh, wow. That's a great question. So I think probably, well, obviously um, Goff and Stafford. So that makes two, I think Carr, some combination of Carr, Garoppolo, Cousins and Watson. So let's say three of those guys. So you have five there. Um, Breeze is going to retire. So that's six. Rivers retires seven. Um, I'm missing. I, Teddy? I don't know if all, Teddy Bridgewater is probably going to move on. I don't think he leaves Carolina, but I don't think he's the starter week one there. Um, and then obviously you have a draft where there are four guys that many believe are top 15 worthy. Uh, so it, it's, it's going to be a lot. It, you know, I think like a, an upper bound of maybe half the league will have different quarterbacks um, uh, by, Ryan by, by week one. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan's a tricky one because the, the Atlanta Falcons don't have a ton in the way of freedom there, but they do have the fourth pick, which could get them, if they're lucky, uh, you know, one of the three top guys, uh, you know, coming out in field, Lawrence um, or Zach Wilson. You know, it's interesting. I- I'm curious, how much better do you think Eric Matthew Stafford is than Jared Goff? It's less than some people think, I would say. I mean, it's hard because it's it's always hard to untangle, you know, the, um, you know, the play of a quarterback from, some of the scheme, right? But at the same time, you know, people have been talking about Stafford as though he's been playing for one of the most dysfunctional franchises in the NFL. And I just don't buy that. I, you know, the, the Lions have drafted two tight ends in the top 10 
uh, since he's been drafted. And when he came into the league, he was already playing with Brandon Pettigrew, who was the first round pick. Um, you know, they had Calvin Johnson, who's going to make the Hall of Fame. Uh, Golden Tate, they signed as a wide receiver to play with Stafford. And then over the past few years, I know Galladay's been injured, but it's been Galladay, Amendola, uh, Marvin Jones is a, a, a high price reason. And that offensive line hasn't been too bad. Um, you know, he, he's sort of, you know, done a really good job when they've acquired, you know, when they went from, you know, Jim Caldwell is a Super Bowl head coach and he's been, he was his head coach for three years. Uh, you know, I think Stafford is kind of a, a you know, I think he's going to play well, like he's done every time he's had a coordinator change and then, you know, for about six or seven games and then the league sort of figures it out and he has never really sort of had a, a change up, um, you know, when things have gone well, uh, only to fade a little bit. More likely result on Sunday. Bucks pull off the upset or Chiefs by 10 plus? Uh, yeah, I've been calling, I've been saying there's the four quadrants in this game. Bucks blowout, which I don't think will happen. Or a close win by, by, by either team. And then obviously a Chiefs blowout. Uh, I think Chiefs blowout, blowout is um, as likely uh, as a Bucks upset. Wow, that's interesting, Eric. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure I agree with that, but that's that's the fun of it. That's why they play the games. I'm curious your your thoughts, Eric. There, there's like a belief now when you think of some of the quarterback names you mentioned that you either have a quarterback that's good enough to win the Super Bowl and beat Patrick Mahomes, or you don't. And I think. Even if I think Stafford, and I think you said he's the 12th best quarterback, and let's say golf is 16th or whatever, the Rams clearly feel like that's the difference. Like that that delta is the difference. Do you think a team can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr? I, I Of course I do. I mean, a team was uh, six minutes away from winning the Super Bowl last year with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback and, you know, Nick Foles won one previously. I think the hard part is if the, I think the, the real question really is, right. Would you be confident in, let's say you're, you're making a bet on a quarterback for five years. Would you be confident that a quarterback like Kirk Cousins at his price tag would be repeatedly able to compete for a Super Bowl with the likes of Patrick Mahomes? And I think the, that answer at that price, and that's always got to be factored in, is no, right? Almost all of these, and that's what's so appealing about a rookie quarterback is that their price tag is, you know, south of $10 million. And, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, who we just mentioned, $20 million, right? So you're paying twice as much for a bottom-of-the-barrel sort of starting quarterback in the NFL if he's a veteran, and you're paying way less than that. And that's what you've seen historically, um, you know, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson have popped up. The Rams went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff, um, making, you know, you know, relatively little money. You know, Chiefs last year with Mahomes and Chiefs this year with Mahomes. His contract really hasn't kicked in yet. And that's why the Chiefs can make mistakes on guys like Sammy Watkins and Frank Clark. You know, the, the margins are so much slimmer. So when you talk about a guy, you know, let's say like Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is not the problem in Minnesota. He's a good quarterback. The problem is, that with him making what he makes, every single mistake is magnified. The Yannick Ngakwe uh, mistake is magnified. The Danell Hunter injury is magnified. The fact that all of their de defense got bad one year or got hurt one year is magnified. And there's so much more margin for error 
if you either have a quarterback up tier above or if you have a quarterback who's almost as good but making $10 million or less a year. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, we know you're on the Chiefs. You like the Chiefs. Maybe there's a chance that the Bucks can uh, pull off the upset or keep it within a field goal here. But what about game props, player props? Uh, what do you What do you really like for Sunday? Yeah, I think um, you know I'm hedging a little bit with some of these. So I think one of them. I like is Mike Evans unders. I think Evans is going to be the the player that the chiefs focus the most on. And, um, you know, I think he can, he can obviously be productive. He's more likely to be productive in a chiefs blowout. I think if the game is close or Tampa is sort of in control of the game, I think Mike Evans is sort of a secondary thought. The chiefs have given up the second fewest yards this year um, to wide receivers, the third most. Um, to tight ends, which is also why I like Cameron Bray over at about 29 and a half yards. Um, I think he's the Chiefs will gladly concede yards to him in many of the same ways that they conceded yards to Cole Beasley uh, in the AFC title game. So those are two props I, I like as far as the styles make fight situation. Um, with the Evans one, you probably want to wait until game time because he's a high name, you know, a, a highly recognizable player who the public is probably going to bet up because the public likes overs. So that's one, if you like it, probably wait until Sunday to bet the under. Eric, did you have a good year betting? I, did, I mean, I'm in, a, I'm in a nice position with futures, um, week to week, sort of just a little bit above break even. So it's been, it's been a decent year. Um, I would have done a lot better had the Packers won in the NFC title game, though. Let's say that. Got it. Interesting. All right. Um, anything else? Betting-wise, what, what do you think about the total for the game? Well, we're seeing it on the decline, right, with the news, um, the forecast that there's going to be rain in the game. I don't know, Ross. I mean, think about – so this is probably a good question um, for somebody like you who played the game. It, protecting the passer is easier when it's a little bit wet, yes? Correct, because the D lineman cannot get as good of a takeoff or get off off the snap because of the footing, if it affects the footing. Right. So I, cause to me, I think like the biggest matchup that everybody's gravitating towards in this game is the pass rush of the Tampa Bay Bucks against the much maligned offensive line of Kansas city. Um, but in my opinion, if there is rain, I think that that matchup is neutralized more um, than the offenses are. And we're see, we saw a little bit, I saw 55 and a half pop up. Um, I think it's back to 56 a little bit, but really shaded to the under uh, to me. I think that that's, you know, if, if anything, I'm just, I just don't like betting Chiefs under. So I, I would say, you know, if you can grab a 55 and a half overs, a decent play, um, at fi- anything like 56 and a half, you're seeing much of last week and this week, I think that's too many. 56 is sort of a, a new key number, especially in a game like the Super Bowl. With Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, this is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Eric, any sucker bets that you're seeing gain some traction? It seems like a lot of people will get down on or you know the public uh, will be taking before we get to Sunday's kickoff. 
Uh, that's a great question. I, you know, I'm seeing, um, I'm, I, I'm seeing some, uh, you know, like Kelsey over eight and a half catches as much as I like Kelsey. <laughs> I just think that number's so high. Right. And, and so maybe there's a little bit of value there uh, in betting him under, especially if you have the Chiefs ATS as sort of a hedge. I, I do think Kelsey's a big part of this game. But it, it may be maybe not necessarily enough to bet over eight and a half catches uh, to me. And again, that's going to be another one where the public is going to love Kelsey and the public loves overs. So that might be one where if you bet under, you might want to write right around kickoff. Um, uh, another one is anything with the Chiefs scoring first. Um, they're there. I, I think this has gotten out already, but. You know, the Chiefs almost always defer or always defer the opening kickoff. Tampa Bay, the last two times that they've had an opportunity to choose, they've chosen to receive. Um, so, you know, my favorite bet, like long shot of the entire week, is first score being a Tampa Bay field goal at plus 420. Um, I, I think there, I think a lot of the props that sort of have both teams basically even or maybe even slanted to Kansas City as the favorite to score first, I think those are a little bit of a sucker bet. Ooh, I like that field goal at plus 420. That's very interesting, Eric. Uh, give us one other thought on the Super Bowl, and it can be anything. Blank canvas, anything, one player, one matchup, one prop, one anything. Uh, that, I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to assume the, the full-time role as the running back this week. So wow. if you're if you're looking at um, you know let's say on DraftKings for example you can get them you can get Clyde Edwards-Helaire at over seven and a half carries at minus one forty I think that that's a really good bet especially if you think the Chiefs are going to win the game um, he's his his yardage total at thirty and a half uh, you know in many places as well to me that and like any under you can get on Daryl Williams rushing the football whether that be carries or yards. I think that's where you have to go. Um, I think Edward Tolaire uh, is the is the running back for the majority of sort of straight up downs in this game. Wow! Okay, you're killing me. We're, Joe, Joe, and I were all over Daryl Williams. You're killing us, <laughs> Eric. Sorry, sorry about that. I, 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 I just think that that's um, I, you know two weeks after uh, you know this, Ross. Like you go out there, you play. You're a little rusty. You get two weeks off after that. I think he's going to be refreshed and. You have to think about the incentives. Andy Reid is an extremely good coach and extremely pragmatic. Um, but this, you know, they drafted him for in the first round for moments like this, right? Yeah, yeah, all, all true. At Eric Eager, at PFF underscore Eager, Pro Football Focus is where you can find his work. He goes the PFF Forecast Podcast. Thank you so much for your time as always, Eric. We'll talk soon because there's going to be a lot to discuss in this offseason. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Good luck this weekend, guys.